everyone. This is uh, Manips and Sips podcast, uh, episode eight, with uh, Dr. B- Jeremy Boy, that's me, and Dr. Brandon Cruz. Uh, we're going to talk about some things about masterminds and business today. Uh, first, I'm going to pass it off to my uh, partner here, uh, Brandon Cruz, as he uh, just recently celebrated two years at his most recent location. And uh, he had a great weekend at a mastermind group for physical therapists. Uh, Brandon, you want to talk a little bit about that and what we're going to be talking about today? Yeah, Jeremy, thanks for for, uh, highlighting that. I did just um, pass my two-year anniversary at my location in Verona, New Jersey. I've been open for now three years overall. But uh, that first first year, you know, there's some ups and downs, um, some big ones that I was able to kind of get through. It was a splitting with a partner and finding a new location. And then I found a new location and, you know, Literally the week of, I was supposed to move in. the The landlord had pulled on the deal, and it left me scrambling for for a new new location out of nowhere, uh, with patients pending for for that following week. And by the grace of God, I was able to to find the the lovely place in Verona that I'm in now, uh, and be able to call it home. So uh, from there, I've been able to do you know a lot. Uh, and some of the things I, w- I was talking about was uh, you know hosting. Uh, giving a sh- uh, a place for DPT interns to uh, have a internship or resident students to have uh, a rotation and do some mentoring hours. Uh, I've also done uh, sponsored some teams and things like that. So it's it's really been a, a lucky two year run. I've been on a really three year run since uh, opening up. Uh, and like anything else, there's highs and lows, but you got to stick with it. Uh, and stay consistent, which is kind of what we were talking about last week. Mm-hmm. And uh, with that, I I also took a, a mastermind. I figured with, with where I'm at, I've been in a, a silo basically for, for these past uh, two years, really. You know, I've had some part-time therapists. Uh, you obviously, you know, started with me for a little bit while you were starting up with your own place. Uh, so that was nice to have to have you around. But um, for, for the most part, I've been a, a, on, on my own, flying solo in my own silo, both um, – well, not so much on the clinician side because I've been able to do a fellowship program and I still teach and things, but on the business side. So I, I wanted to try something new and I've looked at different mastermind groups and some of them I've always been kind of questioned and, you know, are they worth it? I can just do that stuff. I don't have to pay the money. Uh, and for some people, it may, that may be, uh, be accurate, but I was like, let me try something new. I decided to join APTA's private practice section. Well, I've been a part of their private practice section, but I finally actually become more involved with it and, and sign up for their peer-to-peer, uh, which is only $750 for the year. And and they put you uh, with a group of people who are like-minded and are spread out throughout you know different states or, or different areas uh, for you guys to get together and, and kind of talk shop. So we had to go down to uh, Virginia right outside D.C., DC. Uh, it was a nice, uh, it wasn't even a weekend. It, it started Wednesday, ended Friday. Uh, so that's kind of where I was at this past weekend. And I want to talk about the, the take-homes from there. But, Jared, before I continue, I know you were in a, a mastermind group, correct? Uh, yes, I was. Uh, so it was a little bit different than the uh, what would be for the APTA, which they would link you up with uh, private practice owners or physical therapists. I was in a group called uh, Revco. Um, it was a community of, of other uh, fellow intra- entrepreneurs, business owners, or just extreme hustlers uh, trying to get ahead in the world. Uh, a good man, uh, John Lorenzo, who's helped out my business uh, greatly. He's one who started it. He's rebranded as uh, S- South Jersey Entrepreneurs. 
Uh, so it was a, it was a definitely an awesome experience and to be a part of uh, this group of individuals where we were able to bounce ideas, marketing ideas, business ideas, let our frustrations about things, you know, the whole spectrum. It wasn't even purely yeah. about business. It'd be sometimes about, you know, the grinds getting to me and we'd be like, yeah, listen, dude, you need, you need, you need to take a vacation or you need to do something. You reset yourself. Um, or, you know, again, some strategies like looking at it from, all right, well, I'm a physical therapist, technically the, 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 the owner of a painter business, the owner of a detailing business, all these guys could potentially be customers to me. So how could I portray things that they would want to come to me one day? So being part of those different type of groups, um, I thought was extremely beneficial. And uh, I love being part of them. I was looking forward to it. Uh, we met bi-weekly i believe um but it was an awesome experience for sure yeah bi-weekly is a lot actually but uh you know definitely good stuff and sounds like it was definitely more for networking mm -hmm. as well and you know the biggest thing especially in what we do is kind of that that word of mouth that trust if you get a referral from somebody who, who knows somebody or who's been through it you're, you're probably going to take that Mm -hmm. um, more highly or put more stock into that. So that's awesome. But Jeremy, before we continue on, we, we forgot to do the, the tradition yep. of our, of our piece here. So I, toast uh, to you though. We got to do it in toast to you. I was thinking about that. I was like, Oh, we can't miss this, but we should do it in toast to your, uh, two years, uh, okay. your spot and three years overall. So, I, you know, uh, go ahead. Uh, let's see uh, what we're I'll, drinking. I'll, I'll raise a toast to that. I'm, uh, drinking johnny walker 18 uh blended scotch and whiskey you actually got me this for my birthday what was it uh, last year uh, my 31st birthday was that it yeah the one uh, in New York. Time, time flies yeah i actually just opened it today though i was saving it for a rainy day and actually today's the opposite of that a nice gorgeous 75 degree sunny spring day but mm -hmm. uh i guess my my two-year anniversary we're celebrating is, is a good reason to crack this sucker open so what do you got hell yeah um so i'm actually drinking the very first beer that uh someone recommended i should try for the show when i was talking about it with her um and kind of bringing it back up so shout out to amy she goes she's a client of mine and i go to the same uh uh, CrossFit gym is her. Uh, she she raved about the Einstock beers. It's something I've always seen at the stores. That's the one with the Viking and the white can. Um, so I finally, she's like, you got to try it. It's the Einstock white ale. Really good, really refreshing. Um, it's just, yeah, your typical white ale, nice and clean. So um, yeah, definitely digging it. So I'm glad that we finally got one, uh, one uh, recommendation on the show so far. Awesome. So, yeah, let, let's jumping into, you know, some of my takeaways from this weekend or, you know, last week, I should, the end of last week in the mastermind group, I, I had talked about some people wanting or not wanting to pay for uh, something like this. Uh, and it doesn't have to be, I don't know if you paid for yours. Like I said, I, I, I paid mine seven fifty. I'm sorry. What'd you, you did or did I did? I definitely did. Okay. Um, so yeah, you did. I'm, I'm assuming it wasn't that you know nominal now i was uh, want to say 300 ish dollars yeah, wasn't too bad something like that I, I think you know for people who are suspect on the idea and this i can even extrapolate to you know us doing a, a residency and fellowship and for the people out there who do those i mean this is the same thing 
but on a networking and business side, mm-hmm. you know, that, that goal of a, a residency or a fellowship is to kind of hold you accountable for you to be challenged, for you to talk about what you're, you're doing well and what you're not doing well and share your ideas on the clinical side. This is the same thing on the business side. You know, I kind of wish I, I did this sooner. I thought about doing that a few years ago and I just, you know, for whatever reason, put it off. Uh, you know, I'm sure I can, list a bunch of, I guess, quote unquote, valid ones. I'm too busy. I'm starting to practice. I, I'm in a fellowship. I'm X, Y, and Z. But, you know, for lack of a better term, I just, you know, put it off. Uh, so I think by paying for something, it, and it doesn't have to be a lot, but it kind of keeps you accountable. It puts skin in the game and it makes you kind of put a little bit, maybe more effort than you would uh, if you didn't put anything into it. And then you're just like, I'll do it later. I'll do it later. And then mm-hmm. later comes and, and goes and, and you've never done anything. So I don't know your thoughts on that. Yeah, definitely. The accountability um, was, was pretty huge. And uh, I started mine pretty early. Uh, I think I was. Yeah, I think couple... you just opened up, right? When yeah. You started um, I think we opened up, I joined the whole community and then a sub branch off of that was the, the uh, mastermind group and it was probably by within three or four months of opening my practice. So um, for someone who doesn't have any, I didn't have any business experience. I want to call myself business savvy. You were actually, I kind of go into that peer to peer that they set you up with that you're discussing with. You were uh, uh, absolutely pivotal and, and currently still pivotal in my uh, opening of my practice where a lot of you, you know, you always mentioned the mistakes that you made. You would tell me about it, how to go around these things, how to be a little bit more efficient. So I was able to use that. And then I had this mastermind group where going back to what I was talking about, the accountability, we'd have, you know, weekly goals or you know, every other week goals. So by the time we came back, we'd go around the circle to say how we were doing with those goals. And it'd be cool if you're, if you weren't doing so well, you get some ideas uh, like all right how to get, attain it or if you're doing great everyone's cheering for you getting excited about it and you can create a new goal and you know everyone was kind of proud for you for those things so it's cool to be a part of like communities like that and yeah yeah uh, absolutely yeah sorry i didn't mean to cut you off no you're good i was gonna say yeah you know even when you succeed now that's something when somebody else comes up with the same thing it's like yeah i've, I've done this this work do it this way uh, or this is what I, what I did that worked. And you, you talked about what I, uh, did and it's, you know, I shared my just successes and failures with you and it was just like, you know, choose what, choose what works for you. And I think you, you probably skipped some of the stuff I failed at, uh, or, or you went back and did it at a later point in time when uh, I told you, you know, I failed on it. This is probably why maybe clean some of those things up and, and you might be a little bit more successful. So, you know, there, there's a saying out there a smart man learns from their own mistakes, but a wise man learns from other people's mistakes. I mean, I mean, that's, this is it. This is a, the definition of that. You're able to, to learn from people who are older from you or just have different experience from you. Yeah. Uh, expedite your own growth. And, and I think that's the goal. Uh, so for instance, there's a 45 year old gentleman in my group, you know, and his talk, I mean, was basically sharing his, his failures for 14, 15 years of practice if not more. And, uh, it's like, all right, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to take that and I'm going to hopefully steer myself clear. Or if I am running into that problem, I could always reach out to him and go from there. So, you know, I think it's definitely huge in that aspect. Yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, but 
got a call. I can't imagine, you know, going through 14, 15 years of thinking and then finding out that you've been doing it all wrong or having those struggles. And if you can, you know, speed that process up, just like what we try and do with residency and fellowship training, why I try and explain to my students and my, even my SPTs, is I'm just telling you all the things that I've picked up on over the years, quick little tests or quick little ways to look at things or don't bother with those sort of things so that you're, you know, way ahead of yourself compared to having to learn all these on the fly or learn from experience. And I mean, I see that in the value of, you know, being a part of mentorship on the clinical side and from the business side of things. So they go hand in hand without doubt. Yeah, awesome. Uh, some other things I wanted to to just share with, with everybody who's listening, and I, I know I already texted you on the side as I, I was listening to this book. I, some of the things that were shared this weekend were, were books. What what books have people read? And this is another good one. It's like you're you're thinking about buying a book or an audio book, and you're like, yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. And then you get that recommendation from somebody else, like, yeah, I've read it. You know, look into it. And now it's just you, you buy it and you listen to it. So I'm reading now or listening to Profit First. And then the other book I, I was told to uh, read or that was shared with me was uh, Building a Story Brand to Clarify Your Message. So, you know, these are both things that I've, I've heard of before, especially the building your story. And that's just kind of nowadays. It's like how to relate to people, how to market to people, especially via social media. It's kind of building your story brand. And so it's like, all right, let me look into these profit first. I'm, I'm about halfway through. It's awesome. It mentions e-myth a few times in there. And I know you and I have read that in the past mm-hmm. and I had a post on that. I think last year when I, when I first read it, it, uh, it asked some principles from uh, the richest man in Babylon, basically, which is to pay yourself first. That's, that should be the biggest thing. I think too, too often in, and business and I'm, I'm pulling this straight for the book you know as entrepreneurs we're, we're so worried about trying to run the business and making sure the business is fed and we can pay expenses and we can pay staff that we we neglect ourselves and this is basically turning the top on its head and saying pull that money out first for yourself and, and then grow and you can thrive from there so you know whether you agree with the book or not i, I think it's valuable to listen through or read through and pull what you feel applies to you yeah, that's uh, that's some great advice. I mean, I know, I mean, even initially and even probably still to this point in here, or I'm like, all right, I got to leave the money. There's not enough money. God forbid, you know, we had a random recession or something like that. Um, I, I got to keep that money in the bank. And there's some things, obviously, you know, the government takes from what you have and those those issues and everything like that. So all these business books seem like a good one. And I think, uh, I'm definitely going to read profit first and uh, kind of change up my, my mentality on things and uh, any uh, good nuggets so far from either of those books or are you just uh, yeah, you're only reading the one, right? Yeah. I haven't gotten to the story brand. That'll be uh, hopefully next week's, but so far the profit first. Yeah. I mean, it talks about splitting up your bank accounts mm. into five, maybe more. So you have like your operating expenses, your tax bucket, your owner, your ownership, um, pay payroll, like you, what you're paying yourself, your profit bucket. Uh, so, I mean, it definitely doesn't. It definitely talks about still having 
you know, your emergency fund, like you said, having, you know, some people say three to six months, you know, six months might be very conservative, but who knows what your business is and, and the ups and downs and cyclical nature of it. But it doesn't say, you know, it's not saying take away from that, but get in the habit of when you get payment in, whether you're a cash-based practice and you're getting that on the spot, or if you're getting your money through insurance and it comes down the pipeline, you know, get in the habit of putting money aside into a different account that you can't touch. Mm. Uh, and then you're, st- and basically if you're out of money from after you pull your prop first and after you pay your operating expenses and all your other buckets that he talks about, well, then you have to reevaluate on what you're spending money on and maybe you're, you're not as lean as you should be. That's another uh, good book. I actually never, never finished that. I'm going off on tangents here, but uh, the lean startup is a, is another uh, good book to, to read and get some perspective on. And that's all these books are doing is just giving perspective. You can't follow each book to a T and have it be the, your end all be all. But again, it's just adding a different perspective. And I, I've kind of done this uh, prop first thing to a different scale where I just have, I have two different accounts and I, I put money, I have my, you know, my operating expenses and my saving, you know, my, my three month cushion uh, in my checking. And then I also have my savings where I just put money away, mm. uh, every time I can. So I just have, have a cushion and then one day I'll either pull from it or, you know, I can, if something happens, like you said, where I need to put money in that, that's another thing to do. So that's my thing that I've, I've done. And then I also have a credit line in my business. Now, usually you need to have about two years, uh, under your belt before you can do it as a business, but I'm sure different banks might offer you a, uh, a different thing with that's another great way to get uh, capital or again, cash to your, to your business. If you need to, if you're trying to grow or expand uh, and it's a credit line where you can borrow from, it's always there for you. You can borrow from, and then you just have to pay it back like a credit card, but the interest rates are usually lower and you usually get a bigger, bigger budget than you would on a credit card. And so uh, now you have three different, three different pools to pull from four different pools. And now you kind of be able to, to, I guess, budget accordingly or pull accordingly from whichever bucket you need to. Yeah. Which is definitely important. Again, as you're saying with like credit lines and stuff for, which I believe some of your viewers are, is, uh, you know, young startup businesses and everything like that. So um, yeah, I'm not quite at that point yet. Hopefully uh, I guess I get about nine more months before I'm at that two year marker. So We'll see what yeah, happens then. That's, I, I know that's something you and I have talked about. I've, I've told you to get that because that's that credit line has been huge for me able to be able to kind of grow. Um, even in the way I use it, I don't if I'm if I don't have the money, I'm not going to use the credit line. It's I'm going to make sure I have the money. I use the credit line and then I'm not liquidating myself. So just in case something does come up, I'm now not, you know, caught in my hands uh, in my pants. So you know, that that's what you don't want to just try and leverage debt too too recklessly. You want to be mm. wise about it. But, you know, we have Chase. So that's why I said two years just because I've been dealing with them. But I'm sure if you really wanted to, Jerry, you could probably find uh, a different bank or some type of credit union or something to give you give you one right now if you wanted to. And then if you needed to to move buildings, I know that that's something you're you're looking to or buy more equipment. You can always tap into that if need be. Mm-hmm. So. Just options there, yeah. but yeah, definitely, definitely um, good to know. So, just uh, I know, we, I don't know if we got a little off topic there, but yeah. I know, kind of, I, I know, I just kind of kept talking. 
Yeah, well, which happens, especially with uh, some sips in hands. Um, any other like good uh, pieces of advice or anything else from your mastermind that you feel would be good for the people to know? Yeah, I think I think we kind of hit it. I mean, the big thing uh, for me so far has been, or at least for that weekend, I'm, I'm still in it. it. It's ongoing. We're meeting every month. But, you know, from that weekend, you know, it was great to just meet a bunch of new people uh, and even see some some older familiar faces. And the message I kind of took was like, all right, I'm not in this alone. Like these other people's like you were talking about earlier about frustrations, like they've had some of these frustrations that kind of gives you peace of mind, especially when you're you're in a silo uh, by yourself treating when mo- mo- most PT entrepreneurs are they're, they're by themselves starting up trying to raise capital so they can then hire somebody so then they can grow and expand and et cetera. So understanding that, you know, these are, these are shared experiences, understanding that things take time. I, I think, and you and I have talked about this as well. And I think we talked about it last week that the biggest thing is time. And I think as an entrepreneur, especially when you're starting at your business, you're, you're doing a thousand things at once. You're, it feels like an eternity that you've done something for and it's not paying off and you're getting frustrated and it's like, all right, you know, I've heard, you know, this weekend it was like, oh, I did a workshop or I did this seminar uh, or, you know, I did a, a foam rolling seminar with somebody. I don't know. And they were like, yeah, I thought I thought the person wrote me off. And then in like six months, I got referred three people from them, you know, six months later. And it's like, all right, you know, this is kind of happened to me, too. So I'm on the right track. Uh, and like we were talking about last week, kind of staying consistent and putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really going to kind of double down on trying to put myself out there more on even, you know, social media and in my community and just trying to get, get out there and grow. Yeah, absolutely. That, that validation uh, from other people, I think is, you know, probably the most gratifying or one of the best things to hear from your fellow fellow physical therapist business owner is like okay i'm not completely off on that yes you should be unique and creative and have your own kind of you know beat there um but it's nice to hear okay i am doing the right things and in my own experience with our our uh my own mastermind group is that they would have um every couple weeks they would have like an expert come in and discuss sort of things like you know, a lawyer discussing the law of businesses or starting up your own pre- like the LLCs. We had another guy just talking about social media and branding and uh, another person about, you know, building your, again, your brand and kind of different experts who came in and a lot of times just being there and hearing, Oh, I am doing these things. I am not completely missing out. My notebook that I came in for notes isn't completely like all over the place and those sort of things. And, that's just further evidence or ammo for you to say, I, you know, keep going with it. So just as you're saying, like I've done tons of like, you know, competition covers. Um, we, I do a lot of presentations in the local community and stuff. And I'm like, I, I should at least get, you know, I used to think I should at least get one person from each one of them and that'll be worth my time. And a lot of time that's not even close to the case, but the more you kind of put yourself out there and let people know that you're truly dedicated to these sort of things. And, you know, you are a good person and you have the, you know, the skills to treat them. They'll start to come. 
Yeah, definitely. I, I see you all the time. And just when we talk privately, aside from your social media accounts, you're, you're out there killing it, crushing it, uh, you know, providing all these these types of educational seminars and workshops and positioning yourself as the expert in your area. And yeah, maybe that talk on, you know, tendinopathies or whatever you did, maybe somebody doesn't have it at that moment, moment in time, but, you know, maybe three months down the road, they get it. I'm sure you've gotten people months later. So that's always a, a nice confidence boost when it, when it pays off down the road. Definitely. Definitely. So, but uh, with that, I, I think I'm kind of out of topics to, to talk about. I don't know if you got anything else you want to add before we wrap up here. No, I think uh, I think we hit it. It's a nice short topic. Uh, hopefully, it gives people some insight on some masterminds because uh, you know I believe they are uh, definitely a crucial piece uh, to uh, business and growth for sure. So I think we uh, we nailed it. Yeah. So. Uh, one last thing before we, we sign off here. Next week, we're going to get a, a guest uh, guest speaker on. Uh, it's Anton, my strength and conditioning coach. He's doing some great things. He's he's very passionate about what he does. So hopefully we get him on for more than once. But next week's going to be the, the first go around with him. So we're going to you know, see how that goes and, and move forward. So excited about him him joining the show. Yeah, it should be an awesome uh, mix-up to the show a little bit. Does he uh, participate in the SIPs? Uh, he's a, he's a beer guy. I think, you know, that rogue one that you left in my, my office fridge, oh, yeah. it was iron. So I told him to take that. If it's still there, I'll tell him to save it for the podcast and, and we'll crack that baby open. Oh, there we go. Uh, for his first drink. So <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, um, just to kind of conclude things, uh, if anyone out there uh, of our listeners has any, uh, recommendations or suggestions or anything they want to hear in particular, please feel free to reach out to us or also any recommendations on our, on our sips as well. We always appreciate that. Um, our particular uh, handles for our social media are um, I'm at the decent doctor. That's my personal one. Uh, Brandon's at think like a fellow, or we have us also are involved with our company ones. Obviously um, Brandon's is at pursue PT. Now I'm at trifecta therapeutics. Again, feel free to reach out to us. Any questions, whether it's clinical business, masterminds, any mentorship, anything that you can think of, uh, we'll always be happy to help. But um, yeah, I think, I think we're good for today. Cheers. Everyone. All right, man. Sounds good. Cheers. Take care.